Hashtag you don't have to be Jewish. Well, Sina says we do have a professor on the line. Professor, very good afternoon to you and thank you for joining us. Good afternoon, and uh, thank you for having me. No, indeed. Uh, thank you and welcome aboard the Afternoon Overdrive, Professor. Um, I don't know if you've heard, I was uh, pointing out to the listeners that uh, the basis of our conversation is does cutting UNWA's funding violate the Genocide Convention despite its connection to Hamas? This issue has come up today from somebody called uh, the Declaration of Concern and Conscience, Global Conscience. So that's what they call themselves. So, Professor, let's start the conversation who is this organization declaration of concern and conscience <laughs> i wish i had an answer for you but uh, i i do not know who, who they are okay. i would suppose perhaps they are part of civil society and then of sorts but I, okay. I, I really do not have background on that okay so so professor what they have said is um uh, they, they have a concern with many donors now withdrawing aid from unrwa Okay, because now UNWA has been in the limelight as of uh, as of late regarding their dubious operations uh, in Gaza, with uh, in terms of you know uh, insightful teachings that they uh, are that they are involved in regarding uh, the state of Israel and what are they supposed to be doing, and now all of a sudden because now it's been discovered as, as a United Nations uh, organization that this has been going on. Uh, many countries have now withdrawn their support and sponsorship for them. Now, this organization is saying that uh, it violates the Genocide Convention. What do you make of that? Well, the, oh, it's a very complex situation because uh, UNRWA itself employs about 13,000 people. About 12 of them were found to have been complicit in the October 7th attack. And uh, because of that, I think one of them, two of them died and nine were fired. Um, now, it is the right of every country to decide where it sends its money to. In terms of um, the contributions that uh, have been suspended, there are two types of contributions. Every member of the United Nations um, has what is called a mandatory contribution that they must contribute for the running of the United Nations for the various missions of the United Nations across the world. That's a mandatory contribution no country can pull away from because it's part and parcel of being a member of the United Nations. Mm-hmm. However, there are then um, uh, there's another c- category of uh, contributions which are called uh, voluntary contributions. Those are the ones that countries are able to unilaterally pull out of and say, I have been giving UNRWA 12 billion. I will stop doing so today because that came from my voluntary contributions. Right. We know that in the past, uh, Donald Trump has done that. He, he did cut quite a number of uh, millions, US, you know, quite a number of uh, uh, dollars from the US, about 300 million that were cut from UNRWA. Because Donald Trump, while he was president, he was not happy about mm-hmm. uh, certain things, and he did cut that funding. Yes, yeah, so yeah, countries can actually cut their funding, right. but they can do so from the voluntary side, because the compulsory side, the, the mandatory side, is meant to run the o- operations of the UN, um, and it is not directed at a particular uh, project per se. Professor, I think yeah. What what we want to establish here is, given their concern, this declaration of concern and conscience, um, surely other UN bodies, aid organisations, can be directed to take over from UNRWA activities. The the, the challenge is that UNRWA is the biggest 
in in the Gaza Strip. Uh, it, it's the longest running operation and it's the biggest. Uh, that there will be a humanitarian crisis. Humanitarian crisis are not. Oh dear, we seem to be having a problem the with the. No. Um, I'm. I- I'm sorry, Professor, we seem to be having an issue with the line. Uh, we're going to try and come back to you. Uh, that's uh, If you've just joined us, it's Professor Angelo Dube, Professor at the Department of Public Constitutional and International Law at the University of South Africa. Uh, what, I, what I was trying to establish with the Professor was, uh, does cutting UNRWA's funding violate the Genocide Convention despite its connection to Hamas? I think uh, the Declaration of Concern and Conscience, uh, I think they're just trying to leverage on the situation and trying to bring a more concrete case against Israel, seeing that uh, the case has jumped on this accusation of genocide bandwagon. But I believe we have the professor back on the line. Professor, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Professor, okay, so sorry about that uh, interruption. We don't have much time to unpack the issue. But uh, I put the question to you, other UN bodies, aid organizations, surely they can now be directed to take over UNRWA activities, given that UNRWA has also been uh, linked to Hamas and other dubious activities. If there is evidence that the organization has indeed uh, been utilized to advance a particular terrorist um, uh, endeavor, then it can actually be uh, dissociated from the current um, the current benefits that it, it, it has under international law. Because remember, organizations like this have what is called um, uh, headquarters agreement with the country where they, they operate in. And if the organization violates that, then that privilege can actually be taken. The mm. immunities that it has can be taken. Indeed. Professor, uh, at this point in time, we've just about run out of time to chat to you, but thank you so much for joining us on the Afternoon Overdrive. Great to have you on board for the first time, just to unpack this issue about uh, does cutting UNRWA's funding violate the Genocide Genocide Convention despite its connection to Hamas, as has been established, and also these dubious links it has and how uh, how they teach the Palestinian children. Uh, anti-Semitic and anti-Jewish uh, uh, lessons uh, in in their curriculum.